Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. Jason, how was your week? Eh, It wasn't too bad. No complaints, at least. That's good. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Decent week. How about yours? Wasn't too bad. Can't complain. Had work. Did work. Went home. Like That's, you do. It's life. Like you do. Wrestling this week wasn't all that bad. You know, it really wasn't. Um, And we've got In Your House to look forward to tonight. Yep. Uh, and I think didn't... uh. uh TNA had a pay-per-view too, didn't they? Yeah, I think TNA had a pay-per-view TNA last Impact. night. Yeah. Um, yeah, Impact. I think the only thing there was Kenny beat uh, Moose. Um, yeah. Whatever. Um, so what are we drinking, Michael? Uh, this week we are drinking Johnny Walker Black. All right, cool. Probably everybody's first introduction into the world of scotch. Uh, yeah. Either It's either going to be black or red, but everybody kind of looks down on red. I don't know that we've ever even had red brought in here. I don't think we have. Uh, we might have to do that one day. Is black's what? Black's bucks, about 20 bucks more. Yeah, it's 30 maybe. or I think it's about 40 bucks for for a bottle of uh black give or take. I'm I'm not red's it's what, been a while like since 20? we picked this one. Yeah, red's like 20. I, I can't imagine it's going to be great, but it's it's going to be scotch. Um yep. but black it's a decent. You know, for if you want some cheap scotch and you can say yeah, I'm drinking scotch. Well, Johnny no. Walker Black is going to be... If you want cheap scotch, uh, there's something wrong with you. Get your head fixed. That's However, true. However, if you want an expensive scotch... Because yes. if you want cheap scotch, we're talking like Cuddy Sark <laughs> or something like that. And My God, no. Yeah. <clears throat> so... You know, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing special about Johnny Walker Black. Yeah, it's just... It's bog standard. It is. Yeah, it is. You want some scotch? Here's some scotch. Yep. It's fancy in that it has the name Johnny Walker, and everybody associates Johnny Walker with scotch. If yeah. you're not a scotch drinker and you ask them, hey, what's a, what's the first brand of scotch you think of? No, oh, Johnny Walker. Yep. They're not going to know any of the other scotches that we've tried on here, the right. Glenlivet. You know, they're not going to know any of that. They're going to know Johnny Walker. So it's a good scotch. I enjoy it every once in a while. I, when I say it's a good scotch, Right. What, for what it is. For what you're paying for it. Yeah. It's a good scotch. It's a good mediocre scotch, I guess is the best way to say it. Just like this week of wrestling was good mediocre wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, uh, should we dive into the week? <coughs> let's go ahead you're and starting us off it. with Raw. We'll kick off with Raw, of course. We had we started with a tag team battle royal of RK Bro, The New Day, The Viking Raiders, Mason T-Bar, Lindsay Dorado, who went it alone because Grant Malik was injured, and uh, John Morrison went it alone because the Miz is injured. Uh, we end up with this is for the number one contender, Viking Raiders win. Uh, we had Elias versus Jackson Riker, which was a, a build for about five seconds uh, to their split, where Jackson Riker uh, won. Where really WWE's making him a face. Ugh. Um, he's he's cut his hair. He's yeah trimmed his beard a little bit. We had a contract signing between McIntyre and Lashley, where the stipulation one stipulation is it's in hell in a cell. The second stipulation is if McIntyre loses, he does not get to challenge again. Um, Which they need. They do. Uh, we had Ricochet versus Umberto Carrillo. Which was a double countout. We had Jeff Hardy versus Cedric Alexander, where Hardy won. We had Asuka and Nikki Cross versus Charlotte and Rhea, where Asuka and Nikki won. Had Mansoor versus Drew Gulak, where Mansoor won. Then we had Riddle versus Kofi Kingston later in the match, where Kofi wins. Uh, we had then quite possibly the worst segment on Raw since This Is Your Life, Bailey edition. And it included the same person, or at least one of the same people, with Alexa Bliss in it to close the show. Yeah. 
Um, we'll have more to say about that. Yeah. Uh, moving over to NXT. So we start off NXT with Austin Theory versus Oni Lorcan, and Lorcan defeats Theory. Uh, we get Legado del Fantasma um, makes a winner's take-all title match for the tag titles and the cruiserweight championship. So it's going to be MSK and uh, Kushida versus Legado del Fantasma. Bronson Reed, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's the North American, not the not the cruiserweight. I'm. I apologize. Uh, yeah, Legado del, Legado del Fantasma versus MSK and Bronson Reed, and the winning team takes all. Um, Killian Dane versus Isaiah Swerve Scott, where Swerve got the win over Dane. Uh, we're getting we got Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Random Talent Number One. Uh, of course, Martinez got the win there. Uh, we get Ted DiBiase bringing back the Million Dollar Championship for the uh, Grimes versus LA Knight match. I apologize. I did it. I did it again. I, I know better. Grimes versus LA Knight. There you uh, go. So whoever wins the uh, match this week uh, or, or tonight as we record this uh, will be the new Million Dollar Championship. We haven't had that in about 10 years since uh, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. wore it for a little while. Uh, we get the Grizzled Young Veterans uh, versus August Gray and Eichmann Yero, or Gyro, J-I-R-O. Uh, sure. <laughs> of course, the Grizzled Young Veterans win. Um, Poppy shows up to release a new album. Did not actually perform, surprisingly, uh, but she did welcome Io Shirai back to NXT as Candice had a feud with Poppy and... Poppy comes out. I'm not a wrestler, but I know one. And right. EO comes out. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai, uh, where uh, Moon defeated Kai by disqualification. And then we get the final segment of the evening, which is where all of the members of the match for the championship had their little cluster that they always do. Adam Cole stands tall, which means uh, he's not going to win. All right. Wrestle math, he's not winning. <laughs> so, And that was NXT. All right. We had AEW, which once again was time-shifted to Friday, and I think it will be time-shifted next week as well. I think it's is next week it's on Saturday, actually, yeah. I believe. Um, but then after that, it should be going back to normal, I do believe, because they're, they're, they're getting through the NBA Finals. Now, I don't know if we <laughs> talked about it, but here starting next year, they're moving to TBS. They're moving to TBS. But hopefully, then they don't have to deal with this. Yeah. Um, but AEW kicked off. We had our first match was uh, Christian Cage versus Angelico, where Christian Cage won. Uh, Cody cut a promo uh, about signing Arn Anderson's son, Brock. We had the Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler versus Pac. Uh, Pentagon Jr. and Eddie Kingston, which had a little bit of a good build, I thought, in the back before this. And then the good guys win. Uh, Brandon Cutler ate the pin. Of Cause, course. Because he did. Uh, the Pinnacle cut a promo on their response to Stadium Stampede. And then the Inner Circle committed uh, multiple crimes. Uh, Destruction of property. Yeah. Then we had the TNT Championship match of Miro versus Evil Uno, where Miro won, which you expected. Kenny Omega cut a very long, rambling promo on Jungle Boy, where Jungle Boy came out and interrupted him. Lance Archer squashed uh, Chandler Hopkins. Then we had a Scorpio Sky Ethan Page promo. Uh, Nyla Rose versus Layla Hirsch, where Nyla Rose won. And then our main event was Hangman Page and Tin versus Team Taz, which was Cage and Hobbs, where uh, Hangman and Tin won. Moving back, well, I guess technically staying on Friday, but going back in time to starting at 7 o'clock, we had SmackDown. 
Uh, we start off with uh, Jimmy cutting a segment in the ring, basically calling Roman jealous. Um, Roman then tells Jay to uh, get your brother in, in, in line. We get a Big E and Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews and Sami Zayn match where Owens and Big E win. We get Liv Morgan versus Carmella, and they've kind of reverted Liv back to her uh, when she returned during that awful storyline. Uh, between Lana and uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Lashley. So she's kind of reverted back to that. I'm stepping in and being myself. Right. Uh, Liv got the win there. We got a ding dong hello segment with uh, Seth Rollins as the guest, where uh, Bailey. There was a graphic issue here, and Bailey was named Brock Lesnar with <laughs> Paul Heyman. Yeah, that was that was a fun one. Um, we get uh, Chad Gable versus Montez Ford, and um, Ford defeated Gable via disqualification as uh, an Otis imitator came in and uh, caused it. Right. Um, what what did they do to my boy? Mandy Rose's response on Twitter was the best of that. It's just a a, a frowny face and a crying emoji. So Otis is, has shaved his beard. That's what we were talking about mm-hmm. there. Uh, and yeah, uh, we get Shinsuke Nakamura versus King Corbin. Uh, Nak- Nakamura defeated Corbin, so they're just trading wins back and forth at this point. Uh, then we get Rey Mysterio challenging Roman Reigns, uh, which Roman accepted. So we have a Hell in a Cell match, Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns. So. There you go. That was SmackDown, and I believe that was this week in wrestling. That's the week in wrestling. So. Good night, everybody. <laughs> so, um, what do we want to talk about first? Should we talk about what Jungle Boy said when Just, uh, Kenny was out there talking? Jungle Boy came out. He, he said three words, or yeah. four words. You talk too much. Yeah. You talk too much. And yeah, that's really what it came down to. Yeah. It was they're trying to build for Jungle Boy, but we all know Jungle Boy's not going to win. Yeah, you and I had this discussion the other day. Yep. Jungle Boy, as as he is presented currently, is not ready for the championship. He's just not. Nope. Now, do I think it's going to be a really good match? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do I have the, the only way Jungle Boy wins this is that? The 2% botch. That's it. Yeah. Um, And even then, I don't think he'll win. Because even then, I believe that would be one of those situations where the ref's going to do the one, two, and then on the three count, he's just going to stop counting or he's going to hover his hand or something. Yeah, well, um, you know, that's so, that that's that Roman Reigns, uh, Kevin Owens yeah. botch that they had where the ref's just like, oh, I forgot how to count numbers. Yeah, you the, know. something like that would have to happen. Um, they have done Jungle Boy is a jobber. Yeah, he's been with Luchasaurus. He's been with Marco Stunt. Their their win loss record, if they're fifty fifty, at least for Dynamite. Now they went on Dark a lot. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. But as far as the the main show, the the what what fans watch, right? Yeah, he's a jobber. He is. Uh, and that's not to say, I, I think we can all agree Jack Perry is a future star of oh, AEW. a thousand percent. Uh, this is not, he is not a jobber in the sense of uh, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Brawler, Bastion Booger, that kind of thing. He's not a career jobber. This dude is a star. Yeah. He will be a star. He's going to be a champion at some point. It he's ain't going to be next Saturday. Yeah, he's, they need to put the tag titles on him and Luchasaurus. Uh, and then spin him out of the whole. Lucha you could Soros have thing. you could have them beat the Bucks for the titles. Yeah, that puts immediate credit on them. Let them run with the belts for six months or so, then have them drop them to whoever doesn't matter at this point. Then once they drop the belts, they split, and you can have Luchasaurus go off into a feud with somebody, and Jungle Boy go off into a feud with somebody. So, yeah, there you go. Um, and Marco Stunt gets lost in that because 
Look, I like Marco. He just ain't it. He's he's. I like Marco. He's athletic. He's got a good personality. He's the jobber. Yeah, he that, is a not... jobber. He's the guy you bring in. He gets a win every once in a while. Yep. Because you know he he's the everyman. He's the oh I want to be like Marco Stunt when I grow up kind of dude. But he's not the I'm going to be a champion. Exactly. He's um, the Spike Dudley of. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. He's Spike Dudley. He's Drake Maverick. Yeah. He's that. Yeah. Um. Let's see what else happened. Oh, uh, other things that happened on AEW. Darby Allen and Steen cut this weird ass promo where um they're gonna have a there was supposed to be a rematch between or a tag match, I guess I should say, between uh Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky versus Darby and his choice of a partner, anybody but Sting. So Darby's just like, well, then I'll just do it as a handicap match. Yeah. And Sting's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. And Darby's just like, no, nah, that's what I'm doing. And then Scorpio Sky and, and Ethan Page are like, that's the dumbest thing we've ever heard of. But, I mean, hey, if you want to get <laughs> your, if you want to die, come on. Yeah. Um. Talk about another man who they've missed the boat on, Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And uh, he, he could have been, he could have been a star. He still can he be still a star. Could be. The problem but is they, he's they've got older. to recover. Yeah, I mean he's, um, you know we can talk a little more. I, I do want to mention a couple things. Another thing that happened with the the Kenny Omega thing, of course, everybody in the world that's a, related to the elite somehow had to come out and attack Jungle Boy. Uh, then we had. Kingston. Kingston came down and attacked. And then um, Kazarian yeah. showed up and attacked. Because Kazarian is now the elite hunter. Yeah. Uh, which which I, is a dumb name, but I kind of like, I kind of dig the, the concept there of, yeah. you know, the young bucks caused him and Christopher Daniels to break up. He's getting, and it was through just horrible cheating that, AEW's referees are the dumbest people on the planet. Um, Aubrey excluded from that, but also included. Aubrey included less than any of the other ones. Rick Knox. Yeah. So Rick Knox is the dumbest man alive. Uh, at least in kayfabe. Now, Rick yeah. Knox as a, as a dude maybe pretty super, super awesome, anything like I have, that. I have, I no, I have no idea. This is but us ranting about Rick Knox, the, the referee, idea of referees being... Rick Knox, the AEW referee, is the dumbest man on the planet. Yeah. This is a guy who... Here's a guy, for those John Madden fans... <laughs> here's a guy. <laughs> ...who would uh, look up into the rain and drown himself. Yeah. Um... So we have all this. Kazarian's become the elite hunter to get to back on track uh, because of all of that garbage. Yeah, I mean, a, a, as far as a gimmick goes, it, it's really good. It's just got a dumb yeah. name. I want to see, and but, but I want to thing. see Kazarian go stone cold. I was just about to say that if you're going to call yourself the elite hunter, I need to see snare traps. Yes, I need to see like tar and feather traps. I need to see. I need to see Carl Anderson laid out in the back with nobody having a clue what happened. What happened, right? You know, I, I need, and I, I just pick Carl out of the blue. Yeah. But you know, I need to see these guys to where when Kenny goes out to the ring, there is no backup yeah. because they are all unconscious. That, that's kind of what I want to see, like when Kenny, because we we've agreed Hangman's got to be the guy that takes the belt off of Kenny, right? Yeah. So. I really want to see when that match happens. You know, Hangman's getting the better of Kenny. Kenny starts shouting for people to come out and help him. Well, and Don, you, Don starts shouting. Don starts shouting. And you just start seeing back camp, backstage camera footage of, like, Carl Anderson hanging by an ankle from the rafters screaming. You see Doc Gallows with his head trapped in a door, you know. Just... You know, you find Matt Jackson just covered in blood laid out on the floor. Yeah. You know, those kind of things to the point where everybody that would have helped Kenny win is just, for lack of a better term, dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then, you know, then you have Kazarian, Kazarian walk out, comes out. And, and Don Callis just runs away. And Kazarian yeah. just, you know, horror movies, you know, just right. slowly walking as 
Callus is stumbling and yeah. trying to run and you know stalks Callus down. Buckshot. One, two, three. Hangman's your new champion, and Kazarian's the first person that challenges. Yeah. You know, there you go. Um that would be all that would be so damn cool. You know, yeah. AEW seems to be caught up in this whole we have to do what WWE did 30 years ago. That's something they could do that would be really neat. Yeah. We haven't seen that since Stone Cold did it uh, with, was it DX? It was DX where he was hunting them in the back. Which, you know, Kazarian doesn't have the... He didn't have the... the, 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 the hey, I'm a hunter. Yeah. But whatever. I can... You know, everybody's watched Home yeah. Alone. Um, yeah. And if you're going to call yourself the elite hunter... Hunt the elite. Yes. I'm all for that. That would be great. You know, and we've been talking, and I think we've said on, on here, I, I know I've said on here, that the inner circle is the people who need to go against the elite. Yeah. They need to get away from the pinnacle. And, and they need to get away from the pinnacle, but I, I've reassessed my thought process as I think about things. I think at All Out, it's going to be, we're finally going to get Hangman versus Kenny. Probably. Uh, if they... Take it beyond that, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Because I, I I don't... Hangman is the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Yet everybody's getting put in front of him. I'm sure that they're trying to get back to crowds before they elevate right. Hangman. Hangman was the hottest thing going before COVID. Yep. And I, I'm sure that they're trying to get back to that point. By the way, Hangman's lower third. Yeah. <laughs> has lost all track of time. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm sure they're just trying to get back in front of crowds, which they are doing uh, next week, mm-hmm. I believe. I think so. If it's not next week, it's a week after. But they're they're going back in front of live crowds, live paying crowds. Mm-hmm. So they're going to start ramping things up. Hangman is partnered with the Dark Order. So you right there, you have your people to go against the elite. And keep the elite in check. Yep. They need to give the Dark Order some bona fides. Because since. Since Brody Lee passed. The Dark Order has descended into comedy. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want me to take you serious as a cult as the Dark Order. Right. They got to do something. Revert back to join the Dark Order. I mean, they can still be good guys. Yeah. They don't don't have to be bad. Most cults start out making you think that they're good guys anyways. Can you imagine the, the story that they could tell with them recruiting people and then you have the turn Mm -hmm. to where the cult, as, as most cults end up being are evil. Yep. Like, because they're going to have to at some the de facto leader of the Dark Order, Evil Uno, is named Evil Uno. Right. <laughs> you know. It's, yep. So, but you have them to go against the elite and basically neutralize the elite, neutralize the Dark Order, and you have Kenny versus Hangman. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see antics outside the ring. I don't want to see Don Callis tripping Hangman at the ringside. I'm bored of that. Yeah. You have arguably the best professional wrestler in the world today in Kenny Omega. And anytime he comes out, I want to change the channel. It's the wrong kind of heat. I feel that way with Kenny. I feel that way with the Bucks too. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not watching BTE anymore. Um, just because I don't want to give them clicks. Yeah. It. Even though I love the Dark Order stuff on there, and I could just fast forward past the Buck stuff. You don't want to give them don't the view. Don't want to give them the view. I truly think, even though AEW has had fans in attendance. I really think when they go back to fans that they're in for a rude awakening. I think so. And I think WWE is too. We mentioned this, I believe, last week or the week before. 
there's a lot of storylines that WWE is putting front and center that I think are going to fall flat. Fall flat they've gotten, in front of a live they've audience. They've complacent. You know, they're 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 complacent. They're well, not I mean, having to deal. WWE has their Thunderdome stuff, which everybody on there, they're coached. The the thing that they're watching from has little boxes that pop up from what I'm hearing. Yeah. Where it says to clap, it says to cheer, it says to boo. And if you don't follow the boxes, they turn your feet off. Yeah, they, they, they switch to somebody else. somebody else. Um, they pipe in the cheers, they pipe in the boos. Which is what they wanted there. which is what they have wanted to do forever. Ever anyway. When they get back into crowds that they can't and, control. You know, they're out here, they're wanting you to boo Elias and cheer Riker and Everybody boos Riker and cheers Elias because cheers Elias. Elias is so much better as a face. I don't understand yeah. why they keep trying to use him as a heel. Right. He kills it. Every time they put him as a face, he kills it. So but, when that happens, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're going to have to remember what it was like 2019 and before. They, they've forgotten, I think, because of not having to do. Well, they, they've had it. they've had complete control, you know. So that's kind of a natural. Let's let's move into Raw. Okay. They gave us Riker versus Elias. Yeah, with two about pe- a two minute build. Yeah, like so. Riker, I'm sorry, Elias turned on Riker last week. Yeah, he he walked out on their he tag. walked out on their tag. Riker attacked Elias this week, which led to a match. I don't even remember the match because I just didn't yeah. care. And Elias Elias cut a promo saying that. Uh, you know, he was dropping Riker because he doesn't need any hangers on, and you know, Riker just wanted to use Elias's fame to become popular. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then we have this match, which was complete throwaway garbage. Um, We've made it no secret that we we think that Riker is a trash human being. Yeah, he should have been released ages ago. Yeah, but whatever. Um, we had the contract signing. Lashley and McIntyre, where of course it's going to be in a hell in a cell. I'm cool with that. Um, but if Drew loses, Drew doesn't get another shot at the title as long as Bobby has the title. I hope Bobby wins. Yeah, I hope Bobby wins too. Like, uh, there's part of me that wanted Drew to win again. Yeah, like, and and there like, still and is. I want Drew to I be want champion. Drew to have the title again, but. but Bobby's actually doing really well. Bobby's doing awesome with and it, and I need to see some other. People with Bobby. Yeah. I saw Drew for almost a year. Yeah. He held the championship for almost a year. Drew deserves the win the title pop in front of a big crowd. He deserves that. SummerSlam, maybe. But if he loses here, the problem is he won't be able to get that pop because yeah. he won't be able to challenge Bobby. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know who else yeah. on Raw they can move into. The title picture, though, they don't and really that's have a anybody problem. right now because they've got that is a, a problem. The ones that you would cons- quickly say, okay, they could. You have AJ Styles tied up in the tag division. You have Randy tied up in the tag division. Um, Kofi, who was a recent champion, tied up in the tag division. Um, Which and they brought Kofi out of that, but they're sending him back to the tag division. Right. Um, There's nobody on Raw that I buy right now as beating. Lashley. You know, we we could have said Braun, but. They Brian released him. Released. Uh, do they? Because they've all but come out and said they want SummerSlam to be the WrestleMania this year. Mm-hmm. Do we finally get the match that they've I already, personally wanted already, to see? They've already stamped that rumor out. Okay. About Brock coming back. I was going to say, do, yeah. do they bring they've Brock already, back? They've already stamped that room. I mean, that, I'll be honest, that's a match I've wanted to see for 20 I would, years. I would, I would love to see that match. Um, you know, ever since Brock left and Bobby came in, and it's like, oh, here's this dude who's built very similar to Brock yeah. with would, a very similar I would, past. I would love to see that match. You know, but the rumor got killed already. So, nothing there. Um, Viking Raiders are the number one contenders for the tag belts. Okay. They just seem to come out of nowhere for that. Sure. I, I, but with them, I can buy it. I'm fine with that because they've um, never... The Viking Raiders have always been a threat. Yeah. Even when they were comedy, 
They were still a threat. They were still a threat because they did the same thing that they did with uh, Heavy Machinery where outside the ring were comedy. Except but the, they kind of did it the right way. They did it the right way. But outside the ring were comedy. And we can do the we have the comedy chops. Those the bell rings were monsters. We're gonna yeah. destroy you. Exactly. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm, me too. I don't need serious all the time out of people. Right. You know, seeing some comedy bits here or there, I love it. It it, it makes it work. Um so let's talk about the end of Raw. Okay. We have Shayna Baszler and Alexa. And they had a an Alexis Playground segment where Shayna comes out and the the premise here was Alexis said that she would have that Lily would stop messing with her. Lily being the damn sock puppet doll mm-hmm. would stop messing with her if she apologized. Shayna's like, I'm not apologizing to a doll. They come out, they do a little segment. Shayna steps on Lily. Alexis says, you shouldn't have done that. And then we have this, what I can only assume, a 12-year-old who had only heard about a horror movie but never seen one um, put together. Mm -hmm. Shayna running around backstage and the, the lighting rig almost falls on her. She goes into a room and this is how Raw ends. So the last thing you see before the little Raw logo, and then we go to a repeat of SVU or whatever, um, is Shayna Baszler goes into a room, and she sees the doll in the mirror, and she turns around, and (gasps) the doll's not there. So she punches the mirror. Back. Dear God, this is the... I'm actually, I'm sitting over here trying to come up with something to say and I'm, I'm speechless and this has been almost a full week since I saw it. Okay. I'm going to go back here. The fiend was amazing. Mm -hmm. The whole concept of the fiend, the firefly fun house, everything. Fantastic. Right. Only, only blip on the fiends radar that I didn't like was the whole Seth getting disqualified in a hell in a cell. That was dumb, but that wasn't the fiend's fault. That was just poor writing. When they bring in Alexa and they had the whole Alexa Braun fiend, I really liked that. I know some people shit on the, uh, the swamp match and all that kind of stuff. I thought it was really cool. I liked how they threw the whole, threw back to the whole, the mixed match tag match, the challenge with Braun and Alexa and, and all the, of that. The, the friendship that Braun and Alexa the, developed right. because you could tell just looking at it, those two were really good, were friends. really good friends. You know, there's, they had a, a thing on ride along on the network where Braun stopped, they stopped at Wendy's and Braun got like five chicken sandwiches, two burgers, a fries and a drink. And Alexa got a salad, you know? Yeah. And you know, those kind of things. Right. That that callback to that was cool to me. Then the whole Bray corrupting Alexa. I really like that. Now, we've talked about should it have been Alexa, should it have been Liv. You, Up until you know. they broke Alexa out of it. Yeah. Like, look, I like Liv, and I think Liv would have done a decent job. Yeah. I think Alexa, Alexa does this better. killed it. Alexa's killing Alexa has- killed it up until Mania. When- and Vince, because this was a Vince yeah. decision, last minute... Yep. Decided to break her out because he doesn't understand the Fiend characters. He, he doesn't understand so this. Had Randy win, then Randy has a feud with Alexa, kinda, sorta, and now Alexa's turned into this weird pseudo Fiend. Well, he had the uh, feud with Alexa before Mania. That's right. That's right. That's right. That was before Mania, and but that was the Fiend was always there because we yeah, knew the Fiend right. was coming. So. It got a little eh, but it was still pretty good because the fiend was in the background. And now Alexa's not the threat. No, and now the this fiend is has always been the threat. And now you've taken the fiend out of it, and it's Alexa. Yeah, and you're you're giving us a a puppet with some CGI on it. Is your is the villain here? No, it doesn't work. This is so bad. This is this is eighties cartoon bad. This is. 
low budget full moon horror bad. This is terrible. I won't even say this is 80s cartoon bad because I like 80s cartoons. <laughs> and yes, the animation is awful. Yes, the storylines are awful. But there's something endearing about them. Fair enough. The 30-minute commercials to go buy a new G.I. Joe. Yeah, um, there's nothing there's here. There's nothing here. There's this nothing is The crowd's here. not going to react at all. And Alexa's going to suffer Yeah, because this is bad. Yeah, And there's nobody that the crowd that or that the management can sit there and feed off of to say, hey, this isn't is, connecting to our audience. This is bad. And the thing is, you have Alexa and you have Shayna involved in this, right? Mm-hmm. Shayna has the personality of wet cardboard. Now, on BRE Start, on the stuff she's done online, on YouTube that you can watch, Shayna's a cool person. Yeah. But her personality on TV is beige. That's yeah. it. it. It it didn't carry so, well. Even even when she was in NXT, she didn't have much of a personality. She's just I'm, I'm an here. MMA badass, I'm a fighter, yeah. And you can't, so you cannot beat me. And crowd, that hasn't carried over to Raw. The crowd is definitely not going to connect to her. No. And with his poor as this is re- the Alexa stuff is receiving, I love Alexa Bliss to death. All right. This is terrible. So the crowd's not going to connect to her. Or worse, what they're going to do is they're going to cheer Alexa and boo Shayna, where Shayna's supposed to be the face in all of this. Uh, I'm honestly, I, I really, and, and this is going to sound bad, and, and I know that I'm supposed to sit back and let them tell the story they want to tell. Yeah. All right, Triple H. I really hope that the crowd is completely silent for the Alexa bliss Shayna segments. I do too. I I hope that the crowd is completely like not a cheer, not a boo, just just crickets. Everybody just sitting there. Hey, use this to go get your snack bar. Yeah. Right. Um, get the point across to WWE creatives and management that this ain't it. Um, speak. I mentioned triple H there real as a, as a kind of a tangent here, but there's not a whole lot left to talk about on raw. Yeah. So, Mickey James mm-hmm. signed with NWA. Of course she did. Which we assumed. And she's yeah. going to do a, she's going to produce and run a women's. Just an all, all women's pay-per-view. All women's pay-per-view. And the comment that she made about it is it's going to be an all women's pay-per-view. It's not just for NWA stars that if possible, no matter, no matter contract status, if you want to fight on this pay-per-view, you are welcome. Assuming, you're assuming you can get permission yeah. from you know who your contract. So I could see some AEW people showing up there, some New Japan type people, that kind of stuff. Um, ROH maybe, ROH maybe, TNA, you know that kind of thing. Uh, Triple H said something about this. Just shows how she doesn't understand how the business works. Um, said that he also said she made the comment that uh, you know she wanted the best women's wrestlers to wrestle there, and Triple H's comment was. Well, if they wanted to wrestle the best women, they'd come to the WWE. Um, he also made some comments about equality and how, you know, she keeps preaching this equality thing, but if I tried to put on an all-men's pay-per-view, I'd get run out of the business. Um, Hunter, you've been putting on all-men's pay-per-views for 50 years now. Right. Just super bad take from Triple H here. Especially... I, after how Mickey was released, and and the the fallout, yeah, the after, fallout after that with her just, receiving her items and trash just a bags, real bad take. Honestly, I don't even remember when this is, and I don't know how much it's going to be, but I'm all down for the pay for I'm, it. Yeah, um, it's in the planning stages still, but yeah. you know, it's one of those like when they do this, I'm I'm going to get it. Yeah, even if I don't know anybody on the show other than yeah. Mickey James. Yeah, I'm going to pick it up. I actually, you know, let me take that back. I'm going to know people on this show. I'm yeah. going to know Mickey James, whether she wrestles or just comes out as kind of a host. Yeah. I'm going to know Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa is going to be, be there. I'm, I know and Serena Deeb. Thunder, you know. Thunder Rosa responded to Triple H. Yeah. And he, she said, the best women's wrestlers are not in North America or in one company. Yeah. No, she said they're, they're not, not in, in one, one company. company. They're all over the They're globe. not in North America. They're all over the globe. You have the best women here, here, here. And she listed off a bunch of them. 
And it's like, you're right. Look, like there's part of me that gets Triple H saying, you know, being the company man. Yeah, of course, the best women's wrestler in WWE. He works for WWE. You know, I work for a cell phone company. I'm going to say that the best service is the cell phone company I work for. I work yeah. for a financial institution. You best believe that the best financial, right. you know, exactly. You know, services you can get, come, come see us. We, we work, can help you. You work for the company. You say the company's the best. However, you can say that in a way that doesn't come across as this demeaning, uh, garbage. Basically. Tell you what, if WWE has the best women, mm-hmm. send three of them down. Yeah, let let uh let Dakota, uh Charlotte and somebody, yeah, go wrestle. Let, in this let match. them let them go wrestle in it. Yeah, I understand that WWE is a business; it's a corporation. Mm-hmm. But the wrestling world overall is very small. Yeah, these women that are going to be on this are going to be the women that we see in. WWE in the next five years or so. Mm-hmm. Five, ten years. Yep. Send down three of your people and let them fight. Yeah. Absolutely. Work out, work out the deal. Work out the deal. Yep. Um, continuing with Triple H, let's move over to uh, NXT. Okay. Where Triple H made an appearance. Yeah, he did. Uh, while they were talking about Poppy's album release... Triple H was there and he started making all these faces and stuff because so Dexter Loomis came up and gave Poppy a drawing that he did. Yeah. And Poppy gave Dexter a hug. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is just like, oh, he's got his face and all this shot. Like he was peak Triple H here. Of course, Indy runs up, sees Dexter, starts trying to talk to Dexter and, and try to recover from when she broke his heart a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. sees Poppy hugging Dexter and runs away crying. Yep. Candace takes umbrage to that. Mm-hmm. You like that word, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and challenges Poppy to, to a match. And Poppy, of course, is just like, I, I, I'm not a wrestler. Yeah. And Io Shirai makes her return. But I know someone who is, and yeah. out comes Io. Which I was disappointed. I was expecting Scary Mask. Yeah. Um, you know. But Io comes out, runs. they run Candace off, uh, and then Poppy and Io kind of celebrate in the ring. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of excited for In Your House tonight. Yeah, me too. I mean, I always like... Uh, the NXT takeovers, they're always they're generally really, really, really good. So, you know, being able to to see those, I'm yeah. for it, you know. Um and plus, you know, it's on Peacock, so hey. Yeah. And they got uh Michael Hayes yeah. to put back onto the uh what was it? Um what was the name he was using? I don't remember the name. Don no, it's Doc something, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Doc. Uh, I don't remember it. But he used it in the nineties in WWE. Yeah, he was the he was the the shill for the the WWE home video, the T shirts, the magazines, Ico Pro, you know, anything yeah. that they were selling on the in your house stuff. You know, there you go. Yeah, it, so it was great to see PS Hayes out there, right? PS hazing, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, the, the main event part of this, we saw everybody kind of get involved in the ring. Uh, Cole pops up on the Tron though. What do you think? I'm stupid. You think I'm stupid? You think I'm coming down there? No, I'm gonna let y'all beat each other up and you know, I'll pick up the pieces. I'll see you Sunday. Sunday. And so they start fighting. They start brawling. Everybody hits their in their finisher on somebody. And then it kind of cuts to cross who's standing in the ring and then a foot comes onto the screen and knocks him down. And then Cole gives everybody a super kick. Gives Cross another super kick and a last shot. Yeah. And then picks up the belt and goes off the air holding the belt. 
So Cole's not winning. I mean, we I knew Cole was going to get involved, and I knew exactly when he yeah. was too. Like it of was course. almost there was a countdown in my yeah. head of ten. All right, ten, nine, nine, yeah, eight, seven. Oh, super kick! There we go. <laughs> you know, but it was a really good segment. Yeah, I thought they so. were all showcased. Cross was shown to be the monster that he is. Yep. And Cole, the conniving, cunning that, that Cole mm-hmm. has, he was able to showcase that yep. to where he's standing tall. Yeah. NXT was really good. I thought this was a very good go-home show. Yeah. Um, Anything else you want to talk about on NXT or you want to move to SmackDown real quick? No, nothing else in, on NXT popping in my head. Uh, Mercedes Martinez and uh, um, Zia Lee are starting a feud. Yeah, they got a fight tonight on which, uh, um, you know, so that that's kind of interesting. Uh, to see what happens with that. Zaya, I don't think has lost since it's she's returned yeah. uh, under whatever gimmick that yeah. whatever you want to call this, Sean Lee or whatever it is. Um, um so moving to SmackDown, right? So first things first, you kind of mentioned it in the the breakdown. Otis is now clean shaven. Completely. Ugh. And it's terrifying. Look, I'm a fat dude. Fat guys should not be clean shaven. Uh, you, you, you have your face just becomes your neck that becomes your chest. Mm-hmm. If you don't have something there to break it up. Yeah. Right, we're, I'm a fat dude as well. Whether I have a goatee or a beard, there's going to be something I, there. I, I'm fat. I don't have a jawline already, <laughs> so I kind of have to create one with my beard. Right. It makes me look like a human and not a blob. Right. Um. Yeah. The big thing, of course, of, of SmackDown was the the whole contention between Jay and Jimmy and Roman. Jimmy calls right. Roman out. Says that. Uh, well, he, he's talking to Jay. Says that. Uh, he thinks that Roman interfered because he's jealous of him, jealous of what they got as brothers. Uh, he, you know, well, if if they get the tag team titles, then they're putting food on their table, and they're yeah. not having to rely on Roman to put right. food on their table. So Jimmy says he le- he says if Roman wants to talk to me, he can come talk to me in our dressing room, and he leaves. Yeah, this is about the third or fourth segment yeah. of the night between the the right. Samoan dynasty. Jay goes back. Roman's like, you got to fix this. This is your problem. You know, they get into it a little bit. Jay goes and finds Jimmy, talks to him again. Eventually we get Jimmy versus Roman. Jimmy and Roman show up. They're talking. Roman comes into the dressing room. He's like, look how quaint this is. Well, so Jimmy tells Jay, if Roman wants to talk to me, he can come see me in our dressing room. room. And Roman's like, Okay. Yeah. All right. That's that's the way he wants to do it. Then you know. Yeah. Tell Jimmy, I'm going to come see you in your dressing room. Yeah. And it, there was a threat implied in the your. Yeah. You know. So um, they show up in there. Mm-hmm. Back and forth a few times. Jay just says, "You know what? Screw this. Screw, Screw you both. both. You. I'm out." And Jay walks off. And he walks out. Of, walks out of the shot. And Roman. Cuts a killer promo. Mm-hmm. At the end of it, you can tell he didn't believe a word of what he said. Right. But he cuts a killer promo talking about, man, you think that this is about this or that? No, this is about us being the, you know. This is about the family. This is about the family business. And look at you talking like this about your brother. You know, while you were on the shelf, who helped your brother become the main event? You know, who, who has, who has been there? You know, all this kind of stuff. Like it was a really good promo. Yeah. It was like, this is, this was face Roman. If they carry this character to a face. Yeah. This promo, this promo could be the jumping point to be face Roman or considering how he what he had just said than how he cuts this promo, considering what Jimmy had just oh, said yeah, no, before this, this is, promo. This is this totally is manipulative. Oh no, it is completely heel Roman. And you, you can know. tell that because after 
you know, he talks to Jimmy and says, who's the older brother? Who came out first? Y'all are twins, yeah. but who came out first? Yeah. It was you. And, and he, he just goes on and on. Then he picks up, you know, so this is almost a, almost a face promo. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, he picks up the universal title. Yeah. And just kind of has this smug little half smirk, half, mm-hmm. you know, on his face because he's manipulated Jimmy into doing what he wants Jimmy to do. Yep, exactly. It 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 is a heel promo. Yeah. But it was disguised as a face it's promo. Face words and a heel promo. And Roman No, let me Joe mm-hmm. killed it. Yeah. It was fantastic. It, it was great. We then get uh Ray coming out to the ring and saying Yeah. Ray cuts a what promo. What the hell, dude? <laughs> wanting, wanting Reigns for attacking, you know, and hurting his son. And then we get to see uh, Roman be a monster again. Like, he's absorbing kendo, shot, kendo stick shots yeah. from Ray, from Dominic, and he just wrecks them again. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and this is the Roman that we've been begging to see yeah, for down. six months now. This is the Roman that we've been begging to see for yeah because let's go back i mean this is this is the roman we all wanted to see when everybody was chanting that roman should be a heel Mm -hmm. but instead we were getting you know boy scout roman jammed down our throats sucker Um, and thuckatash right (laughs) this is the roman we wanted to see this is the roman here this heel work that he is cutting right now in six months to a year when you turn him back face this is the Roman that gets the crowd behind him as a face. Yes. You know, because he has shown his range as this heel. Everybody hates him for the right reason. Yeah. When he turns face, finally, the crowd is going to erupt. I don't know of anybody that truly hates Roman. Mm-hmm. Everybody I've ever talked to hates Roman because he was shoved down people's yeah, exactly, throats. Exactly. That's and, the reason people didn't like Roman That was Reigns. the reason everybody booed Roman Reigns. And the only reason that that stopped is because he got cancer. His cancer <laughs> relapsed. I mean, Roman Reigns. And Joe came out and said, Yeah. I got to go. This all started, the, the, the Roman hate all started with WrestleMania 30. When the crowd, the wrestling world as a whole, wanted Daniel Bryan, or a Rumble 30, I guess is what yeah. I should say it. They wanted Daniel Bryan to be the guy. When you have Rey Mysterio getting booed, yeah, you've got a problem. Yes. And that was a problem that they had, <laughs> yes. because Rey was the number 30 entrant, and he got booed horribly. Ray doesn't get booed. Yeah. Ray hasn't gotten booed in 30 years. Yes. So, and then you just continued to push Roman and push Roman and push Roman and push Roman. And the crowd was just like, nah, we're done with it. You know, I forget which match it was, but I'll never forget what happened. It was, it was him and Brock when he won. Mm-hmm. And you would have expected, you know, if you're just reading through the everything about, you know, what what's going on, what's been happening. Oh, he's the super baby face. You would expect the crowd to be crazy cheering. People are just sitting there. They weren't cheering. They weren't booing. They were making no noise. They were checking their phones. They were just sitting there. Undertaker guy was like in the restroom or something. And this is your coronation of who's supposed to be your next John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. Your next Hogan, your next Stone Cold. And the crowd is just sitting there like, eh, I wonder if I can beat the traffic if I leave now. Um, what's the weather going to be like tonight? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. And now we've got this heel Roman that everybody likes. Well, yeah. I'm not going to say everybody, and- but you know. But, you know, we've been screaming for six months now, win a match. Win a match by yourself. By yourself. And he's done it. And he's done it over Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. which is great. Yep. Over Cesaro. Over Cesaro. Great. Oh, that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was the uh, the ding-dong hello segment. 
mm-hmm. with Bailey and Seth, where Cesaro made his return mm-hmm. tonight um, by ringing the doorbell. And I, I thought it was, I, it got a good chuckle out of me. The, there's a door and a frame set up in the ring. Yeah. And the, a doorbell noise plays, and Seth's like, or uh, Bailey goes, Oh, you ordered us food? And Seth's like, you know, Seth responded like, oh, it was so nice of you to order stuff for it. You know, this kind of thing. Not, you know, both of them thinking the other one had done something. So Seth gets up and he's like, allow me, I'll open the door. And he opens the door and then just gets this, oh, crap, look on his face. And Cesaro wrecks him, strips him out of his suit, wrecks him, then wrecks, javelins a pot plant at him. <laughs> um. Potted plant. Potted plant. Yeah, potted potted plant, plant. Not pot plant. Not pot plant. Yeah, potted plant. I don't think Florida's gotten to the they point don't. where they allow it yet. Then he destroys the ring. And after the ring's destroyed, Bailey's just like screaming at him, look at what you did to my set. And Bianca comes out and laughs. Uh, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. So, um, anything else? World of Wrestling? Uh, well, we attended the local yeah, wrestling yeah. show, uh, Diamond night. Championship Wrestling. They had their four year anniversary show last night. Thought some people were going to die. It was a really good show. Like, oh, there yeah. was, um, we did think people were going to die or get injured. They were having some issues with their ring. Yeah. Supports kept falling out from underneath uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, overall, mm-hmm. was a really good show. They had their, they started out with their Diamond in the Rough Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, which was all of their new guys, all their trainees. Yep. Um, so very rough. Yeah. But there's some Enjoyable. really talented people in there, and there's going to be some really good, you know, people come out of that, I think. We had um, a uh, Mustang Mike who was an NWA North American champion at one point. I think point. he even said he was an NWA champion. He was at an one NWA point. heavyweight champion. I looked him up to see. Yeah. Uh, he had a title in NWA in 2016, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's 50 years old now, but. You could tell he's a step above everybody else. Yeah. He was really crisp. Uh, I hope to see him again. Yeah, absolutely. Even he's, though he's I know opening he's, his own. Like, yeah, he's running his own uh, promotion promotion in Louisiana. But I, I hope that. I hope they kind of do some a little bit of trading. Back you know, um, I, I told Mike when we were sitting there, it's like he was a pro. Yeah, you can tell that yeah. he was. You a can pro. T- just looking the at look him. of him, and even Brimstone, who's their champion, who looks well. Their golf coach champion. Their golf coach champion. Who who looks like a, I mean, he looks like a wrestler. Yeah. You know? Um, there's a major difference in yeah. how the, Mike was a wrestler who wrestled for money. Yeah. Everybody else here does something for money and wrestles because it's fun. I would say, just in my opinion, the closest guy that they have to uh, looking like Mustang Mike would be Charles West. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looks like a body. He looks like a guy who you could pick him up and be like, yeah, he's a wrestler. Yeah. Um, Brimstone, uh, Brimstone's uh he's, he's got a built body, but he vicious, doesn't look like a, um, like a wrestler. Vicious was kind of the same. Mm-hmm. He looks like he could be a wrestler yeah. that, that Rick, the model type vein type thing. Yeah. Um, but, um, Brimstone looks like an MMA guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's he's got a built, you know, he he's built. Yeah. Looks he looks good. But the show itself um, was really cool. It um, was. It's it, always fun to go see those. It was a million and five degrees in the the youth center. Yeah, I, I guess the AC system AC in the youth center broke. was broken. Um they did make a joke about um the yeah. the top heels demanding that all the AC be blown into their dressing room, which right. all of the wrestlers share a yeah. curtained off corner of the uh, arena. Right. Uh, or not even arena, but the basketball <laughs> gymnasium. Yeah. It, it's a former armory. Yeah. That has been converted to a youth center mm-hmm. in ocean Springs. And, uh, but it, overall I really enjoyed yeah, it. I enjoyed it. Even, even being as, as warm as it was. Exactly. I went, I got a couple bottles of water and a couple sodas yeah. and I, I, Got through it. Uh, it was a really good show. There was only um, one problem with it. We got to the main event. Yes. Main event was a triple threat tag match for the new DCW titles. Yes. So well, tri- the, well, triple the threat for the belts. tag for the tag titles, and the winners got the, the winners new got look, new belts. The new belts. Um, 
really good match. Of course, it's a triple threat, so there's no DQs. So they start bringing out, like, cake pans, and somebody went through a table at one point. They bring in a, they're bringing out steel chairs, and they're throwing unprotected headshots. Now, some of the shots were protected. You know, they yeah. got their hands up and everything, but there were quite a few with the chairs and with the baking pans that were just straight up unprotected to the dome. Yeah, and, and Jason and I kind of looked at each other, and we both had the same, we don't like this. Like, it really killed it for me. Yeah. You know, back when I was, look, when I was a kid, you know, seeing people get hit in the head with a steel chair, it was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Knowing but what we know now. now, what we know about concussion protocol and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm good. I, I don't care that you put your arm up above your head and it, it didn't hit your head. This is wrestling. I can suspend my disbelief for that. You know? Yeah. Um, it looks yeah. just as good with your hands in front of your head as it does without. Yep. And knowing one, I know that wrestling is predetermined. Yeah. I don't want to use the word fake because it's, not. it's predetermined. It's, it's predetermined. I know it's scripted. I know it's uh, a story. Knowing that, I can buy into, oh, he just got hit in the head even though he had his hands blocking his head. To some extent, I'm okay with the pans to the head. Yeah, I mean, they were like the aluminum. They were very, but at the same time, that was when we looked at each other. It was before they even got the chairs out with the pans. I was like, ooh, I don't know that I like that. They're hitting with like little baking sheets, baking pans, you know, that kind of stuff. Just super flimsy. What you would buy at Dollar Tree type stuff. Yeah. Um, And we we were both kind of like, We saw the ring break break in this (laughs) match. Um, Which, I mean, when I say break, the... Not not a WWE, the post fell over, the ropes died, collapsed. The boards popped out of place. The boards popped out of place. Uh, I think the boards are fine. Probably so. But the boards popped out of place. You could see that they weren't going to give correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like they were able to get them back in there fairly well yeah. uh, to continue the match because they didn't stay in a propped up position. I really hope that they figure out whatever the issue yeah. was um, yeah. or they go they back to, to their old ring. Cause they basically had to stop the mat, stop the show a couple times to yeah. try and come out and like reseat supports. And yeah. Then the it was very it was kind first of, time. Somebody hit the mat. You hear ding as one of the supports fell over and hit the floor. Yeah. It, it was kind of funny. Cause you had the, the diamond in the rough battle Royal. Yeah. And then you had two guys who'd faced off like, in each other's faces, walk out right. and try to and lift up so lift that they could the reposition so they could some stuff. But, uh, but overall, guys, if you're here locally, go check out Diamond Championship Wrestling. If you're not here if locally, you're not local, go find yeah. your local wrestling because these are guys, even if they're not WWE, even if they're not AEW, yeah. and they're not, most of them are not going to be. You might see one in a million who end up that way. But go check them out. These are passionate guys who want to come out and put on a show. Yeah. And we can talk crap about the ring. We can talk crap about the way they look. But they're going out there. They're putting themselves in harm's way. They're taking these bumps. Some of them are doing some really amazing things. And go show your support. And if you're looking for cheap family fun... Yeah, it was like this the is tickets it. were ten bucks. It was ten bucks for us to get in. We were second row from yeah. ringside. It was and fifteen bucks if we'd ordered, uh, if we'd gone and paid ahead of time for yeah. ringside seats. And it was what three hours and some change. Yeah, it started at seven. It was about seven twenty because it got us started a little late. But yeah. seven twenty, it was after ten when we left. Yeah, so three hours it, for ten bucks. That's like a that's a movie ticket. It's even more. It's better than a movie ticket because think about it. You go to the movies. You're you're gonna pay you know, you popcorn and coke and all that stuff. And yeah, here, so you're, you're talking price, thirty bucks for like one person. It was a dollar for a coke. It was a dollar for candy. You yeah, know, it wasn't like five bucks for a coke, five bucks for candy. I paid fifteen kind of bucks last night for everything that I needed. Yeah, 
So that was ten dollar ticket for my seat and five dollar ticket for three bottles of water and two cokes. Yep. Um. Yeah, and that, exactly. and I carried a bottle home. I still have that bottle sitting on my yep. nightstand because I just haven't drank it yet. Yep. But yeah, it's great family fun. So go check them out. With that being said, speaking of great family fun, check out McNarb Gaming here in Gautier, Mississippi. They have anything that you could want as far as games go. They have board games, tabletop. They've got the classics. If you want to, you know, spend money on Monopoly or that kind of stuff, they got a ton of those. They've got that. But if you want to really get into board gaming, come check out. They've got Azul. They've got um, the, the Talisman. They've got those those. Uh... Like gateway ones, like Catan and Ticket to Ride and stuff yeah. like that. You know, the the step above what can you find on a shelf at Walmart. Yeah. And, and check them out because they, you never know. You might actually enjoy board gaming. Yeah. Uh, they've got RPGs. You want tabletop RPGs. You want to play Dungeons and Dragons. If you've been thinking, oh, I kind of want to get into that. That sounds like cool, but you don't know where to start. They can help you they here. They can help you with that. They'll, they'll put you in a game. They'll help you create your characters, and you'll be able to go from there. And while you're in the area, go to uh, Big Dog Liquor. Uh, in the same vein as the board games, they've got your standard Jack and and uh, Taka, and you know your your normal liquors. But then they've also they've got, got your Johnny Walker Black. Your they've Johnny got... Black. They've got your more small batch whiskeys. They've got your higher end vodkas. They've got you know, you can find something there that's going to please you for yeah. sure. Um, so get you a drink, get you a board game, go home, sit down with the family, have some fun. Have fun. Yeah. With that said, we're going to go watch uh, In Your House. In Your House. And, uh, and uh, we'll so, tell you about it next week. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. <laughs>